Westplex 107.1. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. AM 1350 Crap and 104.5 KSLQ, along with Marshmallow. You ever seen that guy? Who? Marshmallow? Mar- yeah. No. He wears this big marshmallow head. That's what he does. Well, that's silly. <laughs> does he? Yeah, honest to God, he wears some. He's, if you know the background, it's it's like one of these interesting things. It's like he's on that song with the with the Jonas Brothers, but yet he doesn't sing. He doesn't play any instruments. He's the producer. He's like a DJ slash producer. He's like a David Guetta and uh, what's the guy's name? Calvin Harris. He's he's one of those guys. Where at least Calvin Harris sings and plays instruments, but uh, but all all. What about uh, Jason Derulo? Well, no, no. Jason Derulo's a you know a, a singer. He's you know, but yet oh, okay. Marshmallow was not, and all he is is like if you go to one of his one of his concerts. I don't know if you call it a concert where he DJs. He's just standing up there in front of his equipment with his marshmallow head on, and that's what he wiki, does. Wiki, 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 yeah, wiki, wiki. That's all he does. I'm going like, of course, you know. Now I get it. He's very talented. He's a very talented producer. But I don't, you know, typically producers aren't like the the big stars you know what i mean i mean it's like when you go to see a tom cruise movie you don't see his producer in the movie m night Shyamalan, you do well he plays weird characters and and, and there's a, i mean i shouldn't say you don't see there because sometimes producers have cameo roles and stuff like that but they're not the stars just like, like alfred hitchcock he yeah, started but, it yeah but but it, but then once again they're cameos it's not like he's like you know, on the screen, if the movie's two hours long, he's not like he's on the screen like an hour and 45 minutes. You know what I mean? He's not going no, to make characters. No, it's just a little bit right. here and there just to see if you can... It's like, where's Waldo? Right. I, I, I've been in a movie before. Do you know that? I was almost in a movie. I was in a movie. What was it? I won't tell you, but it grossed over a million, hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? No. <laughs> Why would you not believe me? Oh, do you want it in alphabetical order or order of importance? I'm a little bit taken aback that you wouldn't believe me. I don't really understand that. Don't don't hate. Okay. Okay, I won't ask anymore. Um, It is Wednesday, and if you're a sports fan, this is a big night because this is the, the season could come down to one game. This is the wild card playoff game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, it's sort of interesting because... I don't know if you know this histrionics of, of uh, what's happened this year with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They played in a different division that we play in, and a tough division. They're the wild card team, and they've won 106 games. I mean, typically, if you win over 100 games, you're pretty much a shoe in I mean, they were in the West Division, which had huge, huge, huge success by all the leading teams. So it comes down to one game, and their normal first baseman, the L.A. Dodgers, their normal first baseman is injured. So guess who the first baseman is for the Dodgers tonight? Who? Albert Pujols. Aww. So it's the Cardinals against the Dodgers with Albert playing first base. Because he's, you know, that whole deal where he got mad at at at, uh, at the Anaheim Angels because of the fact they weren't playing him. And he essentially, you know, they, they dropped him in the Los Angeles uh, Dodgers you know, across town picked him up, and now he's playing for the Dodgers. And uh, he was the—I'm um, trying to think if the Dodgers don't have does. I don't know what he was playing. He was just playing like pitch hitter or something like that. 
Anyway, it's going to be... He just needs to come back. It's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight. And one of the controversies is, and I'll throw this out there, one of the controversies is, guess who's not calling the game tonight? Who? Mike Shannon. Because he, quote-unquote, retired on Sunday. So That they, was after they announced that the Cardinals were going to be sold? <laughs> he did that last week. <laughs> he sort of stepped in. People are going like, why did he do that? Did he have some beef with the ownership? You know, like his, it would be like you work for a company like, you know, like let's say you work for, uh, let's say you work for some big food company that made like, uh, you know, pizzas or something like that. And you work there for like 40 years and three days before you retire, you go on TV and they go, hey, we want to talk to Joe Smith who's retiring from 40 years at the big pizza company. And Joe, how do you like, oh, it's great, but uh, you know what, the, they, they don't use real cheese. You know, <laughs> people go, what? You know, what? they don't use real cheese. You know, what? You know, on the way out, maybe it's one of those gigs. Who knows? Anyway, 618, uh, weather today, it's going to be rainy again today. Did you hear? Uh, weather forecast is coming up, the official forecast. And still, it's been a dry September and October. We have not had enough rain. Although, did it rain much uh, at your place on Sunday? Off and on all day, yes. Yeah, I know, that was weird. I, ran I mean, it wasn't like a gully washer, but... It was a pretty steady, steady sprinkle. Well, like sir, like you said, off, off and on all day. And uh, we'll see what happens with, with that. Anyway, uh, rain this afternoon. But we'll have more on that with uh, our very own meteorologist. What's her name again? Jennifer Wojcicki. You are so good at that, so good at that, so good at that. I practiced it. Okay. Also, is it today or is tomorrow where the lady who used to work at Facebook is going in front of the Congress telling them all the nasty things that Facebook does? Like, we don't know they do weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, the big thing is, I don't know, you as a woman, I don't know if you've heard this story. You know what, what I think the big thing that came out? She's releasing some some classified uh, information within Facebook that they knew that Instagram was hurting young women. You know what I'm talking about? No. The, you know, Instagram is, is, it started out as mainly pictures. It still is. Uh, but, you know, you put posts on Instagram, but you put pictures on there. And there were always these gorgeous women and young girls who had, you know, like, you know, five foot two, 105 pounds, you know, in swimsuits and, and all sorts of different things. And they said that that has really, really, really hurt young girls because they feel that if they're not five foot two and don't weigh 105 pounds and have, you know, nice upside, a slim waist and a nice butt, that their life is worthless. And uh, I'm not saying that. That's what they're saying. That And they say that, that... That's... It's always been like that. Well, but, you know, back in the day, back in your day, it was magazines, right? If you yes. look, if you look at magazines, my day. well, thank you, Brad. Well, no, 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 my day is well too. You know, I told you about. It. We talked earlier this week. Was it Monday? We talked about how Playboy's got a a, a a guy on the cover, which to me is like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't quite get that's that. That's just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't quite get that. I mean, <laughs> to, no, I don't either. Don't call me like a homophobe or anything like that. It's just like, okay, once again, if I you, think that it's an I- iconic. Well, that's once again, thing. and. I don't think that you should mess with icon, well, iconic things. I don't. It's like if you went to the Cardinals game and the Cardinals are, you know, the uniforms were all green. You'd go like, okay, what happened to Cardinals? It's supposed to be red. You know, where, where's the Cardinal red? You know, well, it's green day at the Cardinals game. You know, one, one of my bosses always said, and it's, it stuck with me for years, he says, a good radio station is consistent. 
He says it's like going to McDonald's and ordering a Big Mac. You know that there's some changes in the menu and they have different things, but you can always go into McDonald's and you can always get a Big Mac and you know exactly what you're going getting for when you go to McDonald's. It would be like McDonald's saying, hey, we're not doing that Big Mac anymore. Too many calories and we don't want people to get fat. People go like, okay, I'm going to go to Burger King, get a Whopper instead. I'm no, not going back to McDonald's. Once again, you have, to, you have to keep that core consistency of what your product is. And, yes. And, and I think it's, I, I'm with you. It's the point where like, okay, they got a dude on the cover, Playboy. First off, I haven't picked up a copy of Playboy in years, mainly, mainly because of the fact that I don't even think they print a copy anymore. I think it's all digital now. But even back in the day when I used to read the articles, which I did, Do you know one of my teachers was in Playboy? I'm sorry? One of my teachers was in Playboy. One of your teachers was in Playboy? Yeah. And the high school I went to, one of the more prominent graduates who was a few years before me uh, was a Playboy model and married Jimmy Connors. You know, the tennis guy. Wow. I think they're still married, to tell you the truth. They've been married for for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Good old Jimmy Connors. He was the bad boy before uh, uh, McEnroe, you know? Yeah, he was. Right. You know, Jimmy Connors got into trouble. He'd yell at the umps and stuff like that, that kind of stuff. Anyway, anything for you this morning? I'm sorry. What did you say? I was coughing. I said, I said, are you coughing? Yes. Okay. Yes, I was. (laughs) That's what I said. I didn't hear you cough. Do you turn your mic down? Is that what you're doing? I do. Man, you've gotten good at this. You've gotten good at this. I got a few more for you. You ready? Yep. You ready? Listen carefully. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. <laughs> you like that one? Play it again. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. You like that one? I can't hear it. Do it one more time. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. Yeah, you said that yesterday. Okay, here's another one. You ready for this one? Yep. <clears throat> it's too big to send. <laughs> wow, Brad. It's too big to send. <laughs> and here's my favorite from yesterday, which I put into the system. It was not enhancing the go. <laughs> wow. You really picked those out of a crowd, didn't you? It was not enhancing the go. Did you turn me on? FA Mobile 317. But I had a problem talking on the radios. It was not enhancing the go. (laughs) You know, when I heard those, you know what it made me feel like? A child? No, it made me feel like... He's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. That's what it made me feel like. (laughs) How did it make you feel? He's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to turn around and look for where my mask is. I'm just going to let the spirit move me. They go around the perimeter at night to make sure that their flock is safe. You mean through the assholes? <laughs> Sorry. You're not amused. You're actually not sorry. <laughs> so let's not say that. Okay, 625. Thank you. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. 
Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the Morning. I'm Brad Shelley. Did I get that right once for, for once? You actually got it correct. Wow, what's wrong with me? We're on three stations, the Trimalcast, uh, at least until the Internet goes out of the transmitter site again, at least the KSLQ transmitter site. CenturyLink, the Internet's been up for like five days now. Can you believe that? I, I, I'm, I'm giddy like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I can't hardly believe it. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can check it out. Uh, check us out at bsinthemorning.show. That is our website for the morning show. Obviously, if you want to take a look at the other radio stations, you go to ksoq.com, westplex1071.com, and I think crap.website died. I have to check it. Somebody said it's dead, so I don't know what happened to it. Don't you hate it Should when your it be website is a crappy visit? website? <laughs> it's a crappy website. <laughs> they call me up and crappy say crappy dot website. They call me up and said, "Hey, I think your crap website is down." I go, "What do you expect? It's crap." <laughs> you know? Did somebody really call you up about it? No. Oh no! no. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no, nobody. I, I don't. Nobody goes to that site much. Although, which ticks me off because crap dot com for a short period was available, and guess who got it? Who? Some psychological psychological consulting company like in, in Romania or something like that. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but crap has other meanings in other languages. Did you know this? I did not. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, first off, there's a thing called, uh, there's like a, a thing that like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's a, ex, like a, it's like a com- competition. It's called crap. And what you do is it's like... Um, an obstacle course kind of deal. You ever seen this before? I have not. Um, and if I put this in, and there's interesting things. If you just go to crap, K-R-A-P, if you just type that in on your browser and search it, the first thing you'll come up with, and you'll get a kick out of this, Rapid City Regional Airport. It's the call letters for Rapid City, South Dakota, K-R-A-P. You know, like St. Louis has K-S-T-L. And I'm trying to think... Um, Washington is KFYG. You know what? <laughs> you know what's sort of weird. One of the guys. So why didn't they get those call letters? Get what call, what call letters? KRAP. Why did they get them, or why didn't they? Well, I the, mean, how could you get them? Well, once if they again, already have them. Once again, it's a different service. Don't ask me why, but the, you know, like, and for example, KSTL is another radio station. At least it used to be here in St. Louis, and that's the call letters for see. What's weird about this is everybody in the aviation business, nobody puts the K on it. You could talk about STL, PHA, PHX, or MCO. Yeah, that's true. that is true. Right. But technically, that is their call letters. If you look it up, and for example, uh, uh, if you look up like, you know, like in the, in the, in the aviation database, Rapid City Air, Airport in Rapid City, uh, South Dakota is RAP. And like I said, STL, I can't remember what uh, Spirit of St. Louis is. It's like K something or K. It's SUS. K SUS, that's right. And Washington's airport is KFYG. You know how I remember that? <laughs> Do I want to know? Well, <laughs> maybe you don't. Because <laughs> one of the guys I know that flies into there, they call that fine young girls. FYG, fine young girls. And I'm going like, okay, back in the day, you could say things like that. You can't get away with that anymore. No, you you couldn't even do the resistor mnemonic. Right, exactly. And people don't know what we're talking about. There's a resistor color code, and and there was a thing. When, and funny, Which are electronic um, pieces? Equipment? It's not equipment. It's electronic 
Well, it's for resistor, the color code for his resistors. Yeah, I know, but people don't. Most people don't know what a resistor is. Resistor is a little little component, you know, back component, in the day. Component. That's what it is. Now, I don't even know if they have color codes in anymore because everything's SMD now. But back in the day, when they were what they call axial leads, we're we getting the weeds or what? If when they were axial leads, and you still see them in some older equipment, it was this little thing. It was typically brown, and it had four bands of color on it, and the three first three bands of color told you what the resistance was in ohms and then the fourth band would tell you the value if it was plus or minus five percent ten percent whatever anyway the the colors there was a thing and i was taught this in high school of all places i'll just give you the two the first two are bad boys and i won't give the next one yep you know what i'm talking about that's about about right right and we were taught that in high school and I was, I was. It wasn't high school when I was taught that, but right, and that was the I was color taught code. that for sure. Bad boys, and I think it's isn't it black brown? Isn't what it is? Black brown, and then the next one is R, which is red, and then the next one after that is O, which is orange, and then uh, and then y. y is yellow, and then G is green, and then B again, D. and then and then Y, and then and then Y is violet. <laughs> And then G is is uh, what gray, uh, uh, gives W and white, right? Remember, right? Is that what it yes. is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's one of those things that you can't say anymore. And nope. I, what did they? You cha- cannot. What did they change it to? Do you know? Uh, I I don't. All right, let me let me look. I've up. been out of the business for years. Let me see if I can find it. It's funny that you know that, but you would know that because you were taught that in FAA electronics, electronic yes, I color was. code. Okay, let's see, let's see, electronic color code. Blah 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 blah. One uh, percent history resistors, inductors, diodes. Hey, let me just type in this in. Are you looking it up on the internet? I am. Is that as as opposed to I didn't you know I I'm still here. I hadn't gone to the library to look it up. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, Brad. <laughs> Does anybody go to the library anymore? Why, why are they still building libraries? For example, I know I'm getting in trouble from the Washmo and the Union, Missouri folks. They built this fancy schmancy new library in Union right there on Highway 47, right across the parking lot from the uh, the pasta house. And it's fancy schmancy. Why do you do that? No, who goes to the library anymore? Nobody. Who they goes? do that because... They got money to do it, right? Well, yeah, besides that... That way, um, the building is attractive to other businesses if it if it need be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who goes. Um, oh, to what? Here, here's here's interesting. Here's a whole bunch of them. Oh, you're not gonna believe this. Wait, wait, get this, get this. Bad, what? B- bad booze rots our young guts, but vodka goes well. I couldn't even understand what you said. Bad boys rots our young guts, but vodka goes well. That's the resistor color code, bit of a different way of saying it. Okay, that's ridiculous. Here's another one: bad boys race our young girls, but Violet generally wins. <laughs> that's what they're probably teaching right now because the women are better, which is true. Uh, better be right, or your great big venture goes west. Bad beer rots our young guts, but vodka goes well. Bye bye Rosie, off you go. Bristol via Great Western. What is that? <laughs> Say that one again. Bye bye Rosie. Bye bye Rosie, off you go. Bristol via Great. And then there's BB Roy of Great Britain has a very good wife. What we're talking about is there's a color code for resistors, 
and there was a saying that we were taught. I was taught as a sixty man. If think about that. If can I can I can I just say it? Can I say it? No. You don't think I should say it? No. Okay. I was taught this in high school. Interestingly enough, I knew it before high school because I was an electronics nerd starting at like twelve. Because you were a nerd. I was a nerd, and and I still am. And uh, this True. was if this were taught in high school today, there would be protests at the high school. Am I kidding? Absolutely, there would be. There would be. And people would lose their jobs. Right. There would be teachers fired, and there would be people lining up, you know, protesting. By the way, we need to talk about that next hour. What's that? This has gotten so bizarre. The Department of Justice has come out and said that if you, as a parent, go to the school board meeting and protest, you could be arrested for terrorism. For terrorism? Yes! They're Why? Go- they're going to invoke the Patriot Act against parents who show up at 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 school board meetings. Okay. I'm I'm going like okay. This is so got- they want people they want parents to be involved, and then when they are involved, they get penalized. You know, when they sit there and they I don't know spare the rod and spoil the child. Shelly, you just said the most amazing true statement, which you couldn't have, you couldn't have put that in a nutshell any better. Exactly right. They want parents. They want parents to get involved, but then when they get involved, they don't want to get involved. You know. Yep. And to the point where the the guy, that Terry McAuliffe guy, who's running for governor again, he was governor once, now he wants to be governor again in Virginia. Uh huh. He's actually said. Parents should have no input into the schools. Parents should, parents should have no input into schools. That whatever is taught, whatever they decide by the board of education and the and the teachers is what should be taught. And parents should have no input in that whatsoever. I mean, I'm, I heard that and I thought to myself, dude, I can't believe I'm hearing what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, you know, once again, if we send our kids off to, and you know, why do you think private schools are prospering now well some are but you know i mean why do you think people are spending money to send their kids to catholic schools and and country day school or what do they call it uh codasco or what is it country it's mary institute my mary institute my could i don't know whatever it is Anyway, why why do you think that's happening? Because parents are I, not... I have no idea. I Man, I got pushback from yesterday. I had, I had a teacher call me yesterday. Remember I said, drop out of high school at 16 and get a job at yeah, Amazon? Yeah, I'm sure you did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, I'm telling you, if 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 my kids were young, you know, and they're, they're all grown and grow all grown up and they're all bigger than me, even my daughter, uh, if, uh, if my kids were young, I would tell them, I would sit them down and go, okay, you know, I got a bachelor's and a master's degree. They're worthless. Unless you're going to go into a profession where you need a degree, nursing, law, you know, become attorney, doctor, stuff like that, a CPA, screw this high school stuff, drop out at 16, get a GED, uh, and go find a job somewhere and learn a trade or become an entrepreneur and start your own business. Screw this high school stuff. It's a waste of your time. Just drop out now. Put it out of you know put 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 yourself out of misery because you'll hate it. Yeah, it's and think about it. You don't even have proms anymore because you, you didn't get enough blowback from yesterday. <laughs> well, the you know, you're going to expound on it today. The kids would say, "But Dad, we wouldn't be able to go to prom or homecoming." Hey, they canceled them anyway. They haven't been around for two years. Who they cares? Canceled them anyway. <laughs> they, they're not. That's funny. There's no reason to go to high school anymore. You know, I mean, just just check it off your list. You went there for a year or two, and you know, you get your driver's license, you're off. You get a you get a job, you know, off to the off to the races, right? Yes. You think I'll get pushback on that? Oh, absolutely. 
It is 646. It is. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the Morning. It's 6.53. Did I get that right? No, it's 6.51. I'm looking at the wrong clock. I got a clock in here that's really way off. Isn't that terrible? It's a horrible. It's terrible. And, you know, normally my clocks are accurate to the second. And I got a clock. I, they need to cover this one up. I don't know what's wrong with this one. Anyway, um, Pilots, 21 Pilots, that song, it sounds like it's got a couple dropouts in it. That's the actual way the song is. It like, stops like in the middle of the song for like a split second. It's like, okay. First time I, I heard it, I, you know, I listened to it. I go, okay, this is, this is wrong. So I went to the authority on songs. I went to YouTube. And sure enough, that's the way it is on the, on the YouTube feed. So anyway, what do I know, right? Well, you know a lot. I don't know a lot. You've been in the business lot. for quite a while. Yeah, that makes me uh, totally unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. It's true. I mean, who... Nope. Nope, it doesn't. No, yeah. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Would you like fries with that? Right, behind another microphone. Oh, you know, the sad part of that is, once again, there was news in our trade publication. Another big broadcasting group, CMG, Cox Media Group, let go a bunch of people. I mean, you know, and once again... Did what? They let go a bunch of people. They, you know, like Aww. a guy, couple, several people. The big station in, in Orlando, the big talk station in Orlando, Florida, is WDBO. News guy, been there for like 35 years. They fired him. Gone. You know, reduction in force. He got riffed. That's what he they call it. He got riffed, did he? Yeah, that's what they call it. Did, you, did they use that term in, in, in the yes, government, federal government? they did. If you got riffed? Yes. Reduction in force. Okay. <laughs> or, or, in the, or in the radio business, we would call it being blown out or being nuked. Yeah, the guy got nuked, which means you got fired. Not Well, even if you got reduction in force. Well, it sounds like he got screwed out of his retirement. <laughs> no, he probably like. got his retirement. You know, but that, I'm sorry? But he probably got his retirement. But you know what's sad about that? I'd say about this Not all if the- he gets fired. You don't get to keep your retirement if you get fired. If you if you get if you get reduced in force, yeah, you do. If, yeah, if you get riffed, but I don't know how that is in hey, private industry. Hold on a minute. Do you mean to tell me that somebody in the federal government works for thirty five years and they get fired? They don't get their their retirement baloney. Cor- correct. They get their retirement. Everybody gets their retirement in the federal government. You work two days in the federal government, you get forty five years of retirement benefits. That's right? not true. It's true. Well, you're right. No, it's not. You're true. right. It's four days. It's not two days. It's, it's the problem. See, once again, and don't get me going on this because I get all these people mad at me who are on pensions. It's the problem that our federal government has. It's the problem with Social Security. It's the problem that Illinois has, that Illinois for years has been getting everybody these super, you know, you know, uh, great pensions that they can't pay for. You know, and then once again, it's like, it's like, it's like if I were said to you, hey, Shelly, if every year for 20 years you give me $10, after 20 years, I'll pay you $100,000 a year for the rest of your life. And you're going to go like, well, how are you going to do that? If I gave you $10 a year for 20 years, that's what, $200? 10 years would be would be 100, right? 10 times 10 is 100, 10 times 20 would be 200, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so how am I going to be able to pay you $100,000 of pension for the rest? Well, uh, we've got these pension people, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, but still, those numbers don't work. Oh, don't worry about it. That's like that's the state of Illinois. It's like they've got like forty-five or something like forty-seven billion dollars in unfunded pensions, and that's you know quite honestly 
That's a problem that a lot of the big cities are having. St. Louis has had this problem because, you know why? All the police are retiring early. That's because they're not respected in this, well, in this but nation. But once, once again... By a large percentage of the people. Someone that you have met, I won't mention his name, who is a police officer. You've met this guy, and I don't know if you remember meeting him or not. The la- and You and I met him, I don't know, about a year ago. I remember. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, you and I met and him where? about a year ago. And I don't know yep. if he, he said it, but I've had conversations with him. He's a nice guy. And he told me he's got the date. He's a police officer. He's got the date circled on his calendar when he's he's in for 20 years. And on that day, he retires. He's gone. And he's not that old of a guy. I don't even think he's – he may not even be 50 at this point in time. And I go, what are you going to do? And he goes, all sorts of things. I'm going to collect my pension, and I'm getting the hell out of this. And he says, to, you know, he said to me, I mean, this is a, a good guy. This is a, a good guy that that when he shows up on the scene, you know, you know things are going to go right. He's the kind of cop that is the cop's cop, you know. I mean, he's very respected, very respected in his field and a whole bit. He just can't wait to get out. And he says to me, he says, we get these newbies in. He says, I tell him, he says, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's what he says to him. And he, and he said, get this. The problem nowadays is that the reason a lot of guys are retiring from the city, they're going out to the county. They're going out to the county or they're going to St. Louis. He says, even the county's having problems now. They, they're going, guess where they're going? Two main counties. St. Charles, Charles and Jefferson. They're going to St. Charles and Jefferson County. The police who have experience in the city of St. Louis and the county of St. Louis, they're going either to the munis, like you know, like the nice munis, like uh, like uh, uh, town and country and Ladue and places like that, where you check a lot of visas. Um, the cop friends of mine don't know what I'm talking about. They're all going, "Oh, pretty funny." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Checking visas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're going out to Jefferson County and St. Charles County because they have good police departments and they treat their officers well. It's just like, you know, in St. Charles County, used to be sheriffs, you know, only, and then they switched the department to, you know, actually police. Um, and we still have a sheriff, but we now have a chief of police as well, too. And once again, it's renowned as a good department, relatively low crime. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, the people that support you. You've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Elman, who is the county executive, who is respectful of police. He's not like, well, we don't like Fine those. man. Right. Good guy. You know, former judge, you know, respects police, uh, you know, know they have a tough job. And, you know, once again, when I say respects police, everybody knows that in every bunch of apples, there's a few bad ones. I don't care what you're, I don't care what field you're in. If you're a banker, you know, a couple bankers are on the shady side, right? You know, you, you know, if you're a car dealer, most car dealers are very reputable nowadays. You know, a couple guys who are not so good, you know, that's just life. You know, you put 40 radio people in a, in a, in a group and tw- two of them will be thrown out. That's Shelly and I. You, know, because <laughs> you just had to go there. You just cannot miss a moment. We're the bad apples. That up. <laughs> you know why I, I, you know, why I can't miss a moment. Why? Otherwise I'd be. I was not enhancing the go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and as Shelly always says, but I had a problem talking on the radios. <laughs> oh, look, it's six fifty-eight. It is Westplex one hundred seven point one. There I go, turning on the wrong microphone again. How long have I done this? 
BS Evidently North. not long enough. <laughs> yeah, not long enough. Thank you. You're exactly right. Uh, Westplex mm-hmm. 107.1, AM 1350 crap, and 104.5 KSOQ. We call it the Trimal Cast. And if you want to look what we do on our morning show, you can check it out, bsthemorning.show. Lots of stuff in the news. Uh, we talked about earlier that uh, more testimony from the lady from uh, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, uh, Facebook, who's saying, and get this, you know what she's all for? She's all for more government control of Facebook. Do you do you agree with that? No. I think here's the problem I have with Facebook. I think it's already got pretty much government control. <laughs> well, it's they, you know, it seems like it anyway. It's to the point where Mike Mike Elam did this a few weeks back, where he posted something. He just put the word COVID nineteen in a post, and he says, "Watch how long it takes till I get a disclaimer on my post." And I did it the other day, where I posted an article about yep. COVID-19. I didn't even say anything. I just posted an article. It wasn't even in the United States. Was is an article about Portugal, interesting article about how Portugal has like a 98% vaccination rate. And I put that on my Facebook page, and I got the disclaimer on my Facebook page. I'm going like, man, they are getting tough. It's all the uh, it's all the bots. It's all the uh, you know, AI that's doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, I read this article yesterday, and I've been talking about this. You and I have talked about this for a while. It hasn't necessarily hit that bad in St. Louis but it's got, you know, sort of telltale signs of happening in St. Louis with certain things that are going on as far as crime is concerned. But in New York and on both, you know, coasts, in New York, the state of New York passed, I don't know if it was this year or last year, passed a, a law that essentially you have to commit murder before they put you in jail. Pretty much anything up Literally? to that. Literally? Oh, yeah, pretty much up to that. You can even, you can even commit certain felonies and... They, you know, the police arrest you, they take you to jail, they, you know, they print you, they mug you, and then you're back out again. No bond. Because they're saying, remember that thing was in St. Louis, they're saying, well, bail bond is, 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 is discrimination against poor people and black people. That the only people in, in jail are poor black people. Okay? Which is not necessarily that's true. That's not true. What? Because that's not the case. But anyway, that's what they say. They say they bail bonds, uh, that, you know, posting bond is an antiquated system and we shouldn't have to be able to post money to get out of jail. Uh, we should be released and then we should be back on the street and then we should be show up for a court date. Well, the only problem with that is that you have people that always game the system. Okay? Here's a guy... Yep. Here's a guy in New York City. The guy's name is 22 years old. The guy is, his name is, I'm going to find his name, Isaac Rodriguez, Rodriguez, okay, 22 years old. So far this year, this year alone, he's been arrested, you ready for this? 46 times. For re- Okay, were they for the same thing? Well, get this. Remember we talked about this the other day, and you didn't believe what I was saying. 46 times for retail theft this year alone, Okay. Uh, they they have, they have all sorts of names. The people are in like in New York are now calling him the King or the uh, Sir Sir Isaac Luton. Get that one, Sir Isaac Luton. Sir Isaac Luton. <laughs> right. That's funny. And and one of his nicknames is is the King of Queens thieves. Uh, he's been arrested, and so far, uh, get this. He's finally in jail, but he rode the city's revolving door of justice to allegedly rip off Walgreens thirty-seven times this year. He wow. Was, he was particularly... Are there cash or their drugs? No, get, get this. He was particularly par, uh, partial to the Walgreens store in Jackson Heights. Okay, here's, here's, the, here's the manager of the store. The manager of the store, the Walgreens, says, this guy comes here every day stealing every single day. He comes and he steals. 
We call 911 and make a report, and that's it. Our company policy is this. Anyone comes because it's a safety issue. We cannot stop him. We cannot do anything. So every single day, he goes to this Walgreens store. They know him. And gets what does he steal? Protein drinks, uh, body lotion, baby formula, sexy lingerie. Uh, also, he steals Dove soap, Victoria's Secret merchandise, according to court records. Um and what does the manager say? So he's say? clearly stealing it for a woman. No, they steal and they sell. Remember, we talked about this. There's oh, a, there's a, yeah. There's a big investigation going on with this where there are supposedly these people are being paid to go steal stuff. And, they go, they, and they're given like shopping lists. They're going like, okay, go to the Walgreens, go to the CVS, steal this, 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 and this. And they come back and they, they give it to these people who are doing this, the fences, and they give them cash. Okay, fine. Here's a hundred dollars. Thank you so much. And then they sell this stuff on either eBay or on on Amazon. And they're oh, as fulfilled by Amazon. Exactly. And there mm-hmm. are people that claim that a lot of the stuff that you buy on Amazon. I don't know about a lot, but they say there's a good percentage of the stuff you buy on Amazon is actually stolen merchandise that someone stole it. And the idea being is that if you know how FBA works, there's two ways FBA is fulfilled by Amazon. And I'm not dissing Amazon. Um, I'm just saying this is how Amazon works. If It's what's called FBA, fulfilled by Amazon, and you can do it one of two ways. You can ship them your product. Let's say you make something. Let's say you make, I don't know, tennis rackets, and you are a world, world-class tennis racket maker, and you make, them, you make 100 a day and you put your ad up on Amazon, you can ship Amazon the product. They will tell you where to ship it to. They will tell you what warehouse to ship it to, and then it's in their warehouse. Or you can essentially fulfill it yourself. So in other words, if you put it up on Amazon, and if somebody buys it, you get the information from Amazon that you know that, that Shelly Barge has bought one of your tennis rackets, and they give you uh, her shipping address and the whole bit, and you just ship it from your location. So that's what what these people, and that's what I understand is what they're doing. They're actually shipping it from their location. So supposedly these are, you know, honest businesses, supposedly, but they're just buying stolen merchandise. And they have shopping lists. And the interesting thing is the stuff they're stealing is relatively expensive. Protein drinks, not not cheap. You go buy a six-pack of, like, Booster Insure or something like that, it's, like, usually, like, nine, $10. If you get, like, a case of it, it's, like, 20, 25, stuff like that. Um, what did I say? The other stuff he was stealing. What did I say? Uh, now, get this. This is this guy, this Rodriguez guy. Why is he in jail? Why? Because earlier this year, oh, here's another thing. During the illicit, or, or, get, get this. On one day, July 7th, at the Jackson Heights Walgreens, he took 10 units of Insure, 12 Walgreens wipes, 15 units of Sensodyne toothpaste, 8 units of Cetaphil lotion. What's Cetaphil? C-E-T-A-P-H. Never heard of that. What is Cetaphil? It's it's actually um, it's a no-frills lotion. It's very good. A no-frills lotion? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's more like medical-grade lotion. Okay. It doesn't have a scent. Oh, okay. Okay. And they have um they have different strengths and then they have this one called colloidal um so I don't know what it's called. So but anyway, it's 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 for um eczema or really, really, really super super dry skin. Is it expensive? Not in the scheme of things when other things are more expensive. I but, mean like like if you bought, um, bought a box of it, how much would it be? 
I've never bought it by the box. I've only bought it by the tube. Well, but by tube, how much would it be for a tube of, of Cetaphil? Um, I think eleven dollars. Well, once again, if if you can sell it, if you steal it, and your cost of, of cost of products is zero because you stole it, and you sell it for six bucks, you made six dollars, right? Yes. Now get this. Talks about this is this guy Rodriguez. He's twenty-two years old. He's not sophisticated. He doesn't use fake bellies or false bottom boxes favored by professional shoplifters. You ever seen those pictures? You ever seen? No. You can see those on YouTube. Oh my God! You see them. Some of them are, are, are so funny. Some of the women, and I'm not particularly making fun of the women, but the women who come in with these long skirts, and they have like this. I don't know how to explain it. It's like something. It's like something that hangs down off their hips. And it's between their legs, and they put things between their legs. They pull up their skirt, and they got like a sling that goes like it goes up around their hips, and they got an area like down around their knees, and they fill that area between their thighs with stolen stuff. There's a, there's a couple videos of women going to grocery stores and stealing like turkeys and hams, sticking them in their dress. I'm going like, okay, hold on a minute now. And the idea being is, if it's a woman, and it, you put it down there if you know what i'm saying uh what guy's gonna stop you and go hey what's that between your legs is that a turkey you know i mean imagine Ew. <laughs> no but think about it i mean you yeah. know nowadays you can't you can't say anything like that anymore anyway no you can't what the guys okay let me read this he's not sophisticated he doesn't use fake bellies or false bottom boxes favored by other professional shoplifters he simply enters the store and helps himself Filling a bag with items he plucks from shelves. He's like he's shopping. And then he walks out without paying, according to store employees and law enforcement. Sometimes he waves at the manager. <laughs> Can you get this? Sounds uh, like something you would do. Look, go into a store Hi, and shop. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never. That's one thing I would never, ever, ever do. Never. What? I mean, I mean, I just, mainly because of the fact that it's just, I mean, once again, it's, First off, if you know anything about retail, retail's hard enough as it is, okay? It is. I mean, it's hard enough as it is. And that's one of the things they call it in retail. They call it shrinkage. I know someone who used to work at a very high-end department store. I won't say which one. And this person told me all sorts of unbelievable stories about how they used to get ripped off all the time. All the time. Like on a daily basis. Like sometimes, and once again, gangs. They would have situations where like, like, um... They would steal like a truckload of high-end cosmetics. And then on at one particular moment, like they would like coordinated, 20 women would show up in this store. 20 different women, 15, 20 women would show up in the store, all with this high-end cosmetic that was stolen from another city, shipped down here to St. Louis, and they would show up at this store and at the exact same time get a refund from 20 different departments. They would go into the, oh, hey, I'd like to return this. Okay, fine. And they would get a refund, and then they'd all leave. Yeah, but they would only get store credit because they didn't have a receipt. No, 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 not the case. They changed the policy. used to be they'd give them cash. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. I, I know someone, and they changed this. I know someone who told me a story about a guy who worked for them who would buy stuff on the company credit card and things he claimed he was using, you know, his job, like consumable kind of stuff. He would buy it, and then he, like, and, and I'm, I'm not going to mention the name of the store, but the initials are HD, and he would buy stuff on a company credit card and said he was using this uh, for, um, you know, on his, during his job during the day, he was using these things, tools, parts, and things like that. He'd buy them in the credit, credit, company credit card. He'd go back the next day and, and get a cash refund. 
Did he use them? No. Never, never, you know, brand new, never took them out of the bag, whatever. You know, and once again, it's to the point where it's like, sometimes it's like, there's a thing for a while. It hasn't ha- happened uh, recently, but the price of, we had this happen on our one transmitter site. Somebody stole a bunch of aluminum wiring. Um, and what's happened, at, especially AM stations, where they have a lot of copper ground, uh, ground strap in the ground, there have been stations that have been knocked off the air. Matter of fact, I can tell you a story about a guy who was killed because <laughs> they went to a cellular telephone site. It's not here in the St. Louis area. They went to a cellular fel- telephone site to steal copper wiring, and the guys went out with a with a like a big monstrous like a like one of those uh, concrete saws, you know, one of those mm-hmm. big big monster, you know, you know, gasoline powered concrete saw, and they sawed through the conduit. And the li- the wires were live, and the guy got electrocuted because they they were going to they were going to steal steal copper wire. And I'm going like, okay, think about it for a minute. The cell site's on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't turn it off at night. What was the guy thinking? Stupid, you know, stupid criminal tricks, you know. But remember, we talked about this. There's in San Francisco, they're having the same problem. Matter of fact, I think it was was it either Walgreens or CVS closed a bunch of stores in San Francisco. They go like, hey, we give up. We can't make any money anymore. So then, then what happens is, you know, then what happens? People are going, well, they're they don't like being in the in the in the racially uh, diverse neighborhoods because they're closing their stores. They're closing their stores because they're getting st- stolen blind. You know what I mean? You're sort of damn. Yes, I do. Your, here, let me see. San. Then we type this in. San Francisco. Cisco. Do what? I'm typing this in. I see if I can find this article. Closes CVS. I think it was CVS that talked about they closed a bunch of stores. Uh, da, 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 da. Here's the article. Why are stores closing in CVS? CVS stores closing in San Francisco. The driving factor behind those closures was rampant theft. It was still more than four dozen stores in the city. It still is more than four. The company has uh, said the level of theft in San Francisco stores is four times natural average. Security expenses are also 35 times higher. 35 times higher. So they closed. Store closed in response to rampant. Yeah. Uh, this is editorial. And here's an in Las Vegas. Uh, this is an editorial. Uh, in response to lousy service, customers can vote with their feet. As it turns out, stores can do the same thing in the face of rising crime. Retail giant Target recently began closing its San Francisco stores early. Stores outside the city will remain open until 10 p.m. Its five locations inside the city will close at 6 p.m. For more than a month, we've been experiencing a significant and alarming rise in the theft and security incidents at our San Francisco stores, similar to reports from other retailers in the area. Target spokesman Brian Harper said, For now, Target says the hours reduction is temporary. Walgreens and other uh, ubiquitous stores, they've closed 17 stores in San Francisco over the past two years. Driving factor behind those? Rampant theft. See, once again, I mean, like... You know, you can't force somebody, you can't force a store to stay in a bad neighborhood and lose money. You know what I mean? You just can't. You can't. No, absolutely not. And and once again, bad neighborhood, okay? Bad neighborhood could be, there are bad neighborhoods all over the St. Louis area. You know, if you live in Franklin County, I can tell you areas you don't want to be. If you live in St. Charles County, I can tell you areas you don't want to be, right? We all know those areas. Like absolutely. Like a two-mile radius around Shelley's house, you don't want to be in that area, right? <laughs> That's the no-fly zone. <laughs> That's the, the that's the NS zone, the no Shelly zone. <laughs> it's the NSZ. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, like I do. Like for example, you know that's why that's why like for example, if you know where Ladue is, right, right there in one seven. I do. Okay, if you go a mile north of Ladue, if you took a 1,500 square foot house, let's say in Olivet, that house is maybe worth. Eh, 
you know, $200,000. You put that house a mile and a half south in Ladue, it's worth $2 million, right? Why is that? Same house, same amount of ground. I know you're going to hear the real estate people, it's location, location, location. I get it. But to a certain extent, isn't that sort of ridiculous? I mean, I told the story about, well, I'd get in my trouble if I told the story, about my old house where I grew up. Uh, to the t- you know what I'm talking about. It still ticks me off to this day. I know. If that house were in West County, that would have been a $750,000 house. But anyway, what are you going to do, right? Draw back to you and punch. By the way, I talked to another real estate agent, and they, they made fun of me. I'm sorry? I talked to another real estate agent, and they made fun of my crazy, and I don't think it's a crazy idea. It, and, you know, once again, if you what go. What idea is that? About. You have so many. Listing ho- your house for a certain price. If your house is worth $200,000, put it in the market for a million. And people go, well, it's a million dollars. I go, yeah, but you know, for you, I'll sell to 60% off. It's only $400,000. Oh, okay, I'll buy it. That's a deal. I save 60%, right? Once again, <laughs> like, like if, if, if... Okay, keep on going. No, no, seriously. You like Lincolns. Okay, the Lincoln Navigator. Okay, that big old the big old SUV. It's like... Oh, my gosh. I saw a Lincoln the other day where they've got that... They, they've changed their grill with the signature emblem. Right. And they have a Lincoln emblem in the center of the grill that illuminates. I know. And that's the Navigator, right? I don't know. I didn't catch the car. I'm pretty sure it's I was a Navigator. Like, okay. OMG, I want that. Okay, that's a $100,000 car, okay? So, yes, it is. So here's what Ford should do. Ford should say, our new 2022 Lincoln Navigator is only $200,000. And then Chris Offenberg says, yeah, it's $200,000 sticker price, but we'll sell it to you for $100,000. People go, man, I'm going to buy one of those half price, right? Think about yep. it. If Walmart has a, a sale, like you know, like like all the crazy people when we used to have like the the Black Friday sales, people would line up at four o'clock in the morning to you know punch each other in the face to get in to buy the TV set that's fifty percent off. You know, the you know, like the seventeen inch you know uh, you know flat screen TV that was normally ninety nine dollars is now forty nine dollars. Why wouldn't people line up to buy a Lincoln Navigator that was normally two hundred thousand dollars? You're paying so in other words, just inflate the price. So I say that do the same thing in your house. So if your house is worth $200,000, put it on the market for a million. And people go, million dollars? Is an overpriced? I'll tell you what. I'll give you 70% off, and it's only $300,000. Great. Where do I sign? Real estate agent I talked to the other day looked at me, and she went, yeah, right. <laughs> going, Didn't like that, did they? Oh, well, I'm thinking only in real estate. Only in real estate. Anything else. You know, half price sale. If, if Neiman Marcus had a half-price sale, you couldn't get on the parking lot. If, if they said, hey, everything in the store is half-price. If Home Depot had a half-price sale, hey, every tool in stock is half-price, every guy like me would be, there'd be traffic jams around every Home Depot. Every guy would be. Would. Every guy would be lining up. Man, I'm buying. I'm buying the Bosch, and I'm buying the Makita, and the and I've got one. I want the Dewalt router. You know, half price. Let me in, and man. Lions I'm, and tigers and bears. Oh my! I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, last year was a terrible year for me because of the fact that they didn't have the Black Friday sales. Every year, for years, I would buy power tools on Black Friday. Because, and well, like I told you, what I do, I buy the tools, I sell the tools, I keep the batteries. Because you go in there and you buy. I mean, I think it was three years ago. I bought a, 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 a Milwaukee drill with two battery packs and and a, a charger for $79, okay? Drill, two battery packs, a charger. 
one of the one of the batteries just one of the batteries was in sale was was on sale not on sale but for sale in the store for $69 i got two of them a charger and and a tool for $79 and i sold the tool and the charger and i had two batteries essentially and i think i got 59 50 or 50 60 bucks essentially i got two batteries for 10 bucks which normally would cost me like 140 well, you know yeah except for when you go down to your um what is that called? Not the dump, but the um, recycling re- plant. Recycling plant. Oh man, that's where I got my best deal in Dewalt tools, where I paid twenty-five bucks for. Oh, but it's all it was used tools. But still, they work great. I use them almost every day. Oh look, it's seven twenty-six. That means you you're tired of talking to me. No, it means it's seven twenty-six, and your uh, radio automation is going to kick you off. Westplex 107.1, Shelly's new favorite song. It is. I like it. It's a little, it's a little twangy. It's a little, it's a little fun, fun song for a world that's gone topsy turvy. <laughs> Nelly and Blanco Brown, Blanco yep. Brown, the Get Up song once again, who was number one on the country charts for I don't know how many weeks was it? we talked about that? Was that? It was quite a bit. And number one on the country charts, and WIL never played it. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, but they were going through a thing. But they are playing the uh, Nelly, uh, the other Nelly song we play with uh, with uh, George Florida George Line F- FGL. So they are playing that. Okay, um, I got to talk about this. Talk about it. We're it's we're an open book. Come on. You and I have a frustration in that if we go to talk to people about radio advertising people say well nobody listens to radio anymore and yet that's true <laughs> well it's not true that people don't listen it's true they no have... that's not true that's that's true that we have this frustration yes, yes. and the, and and it's funny we can show them all the numbers you know because once again if someone comes in and says hey our product is 10 times better than the competitive product well can you prove that yes here's the lab results you go like and and whoa how do you how do well we've got 10 different labs that say matter of fact one lab says our product is 20 times better and it's half the price why are you buying the competitor you're right why am i buying the competitor how much can i get okay not north shot nice short sales call okay so what's happened is that there have been people that have come out and said well radio's dead because spotify is getting getting more listeners than radio and that's not true <laughs> radio generally has at any given point in time 20 to 40 times more listeners than spotify at any given moment okay now, here's what I find fascinating about this is everybody's like, oh, my God, podcasts are so great. Podcasts are talk radio. That's what podcasts are. Am I kidding? Yeah, isn't in that little what, sections. Isn't that, well, sometimes they're long. Like the Joe Rogan show is like typically an hour and a half, two hours long. It's yeah. talk radio. It's two dudes, a dude and a dudette or a dude and three dudes or whatever combination in a studio. Or a dude. Yeah, a dude and a dudette. That's what we are. Right. Talking into microphones. And you can listen to it. And the interesting thing it is about it is it's on demand. I think that's the interesting thing. And what's what's sort of cool about it is, and I have to give compliments to one of our competitors here in town, Odyssey, which is Camo X and and Y ninety eight and ninety seven one. Their app, the big boy. Their app is really cool. That app is really cool. If and I've used it several times where I've heard one of their people talk about something, and I go, "What did they say?" And you can rewind it. You can go back and go, "Okay, they said that five minutes ago." Zoom, 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 zoom. There it is. I mean, what was that again? Zoom, 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 zoom. It was just like it was just like it was sort of like when when Shelly 
A lot of people don't real really understand that Shelly is a master of many different voices. She's like, she's... <laughs> That's not true. It's true. I can barely master my own, but go on. It's true. She can. If I say, Shelly, talk like an Indian man, and she goes, she'll clear her voice and go, "Ah, okay, here I go. Shelly, we listen online in our country. How do you say, you got it going on, girlfriend? Rock on, sister. That's actually Shelly. Because I like to talk about myself like that. <laughs> That's right. Okay. What I'm leading up to is a company in Europe. Yeah, what called, are you leading up to, Brad? Called Global. It's Europe's largest radio company. They just bought an upstart company. Probably it's six months old, and they probably paid $100 million for it, called Remixed. What does Remixed do? They take text articles, and they turn them into audio files for podcasts. So in other words, what they do is, and it's interesting. Text articles? So in other words, like if you saw, like, like an art- article out of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Well, all they do is they just take that article, and they turn it into speech. They essentially, it, they, it's like... It's so speech to text. Yes. No, text to speech. No, text to speech. Text to speech. They're taking written content that's generated by newspaper reporters, magazine reporters, people who are writing blogs and things like that. And they and what's interesting was, the reason I this caught my attention, this week alone, I've ended up on two websites where they have this option, where it's the story, and at the beginning of the story... There's a little player that says, you can listen to this story by clicking here. And you click on the little play button, and it plays you an ad. That's what the whole thing's about. This company, they put ads in these articles. So in other words, there's, when you play, just like on our podcast, if you go to our website and you pick out one of our podcasts, at the beginning of the website, or at the beginning of the podcast, you'll hear an ad for Salt River Automotive, which is essentially we're doing the same thing. But they're just doing this with all sorts of things and talks about their company has already signed up some, they're already doing it for several companies in the United States. Let me see if I can find the companies. Um, They're doing it for, currently doing it for um, USA Today Sports, Fast Company, Tribune Publishing, Future Publishing, and Dennis Publishing. They're already using the remix technology to convert online written articles into audio content with targeted ads inserted. So once again, do you think there will be a day when nobody will read anymore? Everything will just be, you just listen to it? Because right now, podcasts are super hot. And, and once again, I'm not being a detractor of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is, is huge. If you aren't, some people don't even know who Joe Rogan is. And some people, I'll say to them, I've said that before. I go, Joe Rogan's like the number one podcaster. People, who is that guy? I go, remember Fear Factor? Yeah. I do. That was the host. He was the host of Fear Factor. He's a stand-up comedian. Talented guy. I'm not taking anything away from him. And what's interesting about it is when he does the show, he sort of has a Howard Stern aspect to him that he'll ask any question. When you get on the Joe Rogan, when you're seated across the, the, you know, the desk from Joe Rogan and he's interviewing you, be prepared for him to ask you what size underwear you have on. You know what I mean? He's going to ask you any question. He's not going to say, you know, when's the last time you got drunk? I mean, he's, he's just going to ask you anything because that's what people like. That's why they like Howard Stern. Howard Stern would do it. I remember listening to Howard Stern. Yeah, I don't Stern. know why they like Howard Stern because he's just vile. He's an excellent interviewer. I know you don't like him, but... He's vile, But Brad. he is he is an excellent interviewer. He's excellent. Okay. He's the best. Well, not the best, but he's one of the best interviewers. I mean, sometimes that was the rub with, with, with Jay Leno. Jay Leno was too scripted. Jay Leno was very, very, very scripted. With Howard Stern, nothing scripted. I've told you the story. 
How many times through the years have I had guests on? I've actually refused guests. People call me up, hey, can I be in your show? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about this. I go, okay, fine. And, I, and, I, and they'll say, well, will you send me a list of questions? No, I don't have a list of questions. Well, how do you know what to ask me? Well, we'll just get on the air. We'll just talk. Well, we can't just do it Just he's a fly-by-the-seat well, kind of guy, no, but, moment to moment. But once again, if let's, let's say you're going to meet somebody, and let's say someone says to you, hey, Shelly, meet me for lunch. And you said, okay. And, and, and they said to you, um, give me a list of the five things we're going to talk about at lunch. What would you say? You go like, what's wrong with you, right? I mean, think about that. If one of your yes. gr- if one of your girlfriends, one of your one of your uh, what 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 do we call them? My LBB girls. Yes. If one of your LBB girls says, "Hey, Shelly, let's go to lunch," and you said, "Oh, great. Where are we going to go? We're going to go to X Y Z." Okay. And then say they said, "Shelly, now give me a list of the ten topics you want to talk about at lunch." What would you say to them? Just I I don't know what I would say. Actually, <laughs> wouldn't you laugh and go like? Hard. Wouldn't you laugh and go like? Yeah, right, right. Mm. No, that's a legitimate question because oh, a lot of times what it's, it's a, a legitimate question. What? Are we going to talk about business? Are we going to talk about pleasure? Are we going to so talk about our kids? They want. I you... mean, what do we? What what type of business meeting is this going to be? Is it going to be a business meeting, oh or is it just because I love you meeting? Oh, yeah, you know, you are so full of it. You always accuse me of being full of it. You are so full. I'm of it. full of it. You're full of it. You wouldn't ever do that. I know you too well. I absolutely would. You would never do that. Never. I've asked you that several times. And what have I always told you? Why do you want to meet me? Uh, Why do I want to meet you? Why? Is it bad? What are we going to talk about? And you ask me that all the time, too. So, mm, it's too big to send. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, nobody does that. If, if, if like you were a dude. Women do that. If you were a dude and a dude called you, hey, hey, let's go have a beer. And you would say to them, well, we'll have a beer, but I want you to give me a list of the five things we're going to talk about. We're drinking our beer. You'd go, hey, I don't think I want to have a beer with you. Click. Right? <laughs> right? No. Beer's its own thing. What The point being is that. Tr- yeah, what is your point? The point being is that people can spot phonies. You know, I mean, like I watched a video. I watched a video yesterday, and it was a good video. Except the guy, it was, it was the guy was like talking about this particular software that he uses. And and matter of fact, I tell you exactly what it was. It was for Vegas uh, uh, video software, Vegas Pro. And the guy is like looking off camera, like you know, like they do this, like don't look at the camera, look off camera, like you're like right, you're looking right. at the interview guy, and he's reading a script. And I'm going like, and he's going like, you know, and this is why I use Vegas Pro. It's just great. I can do this with color correction and I can do renditions and I can do various different edits and I can do, I'm going like, dude, just talk to me. Don't read the stupid script. Tell me like why you really, and what's interesting is the guy, I've heard the guy interviewed before, same guy, and he's really good. You know, he's very good on his feet when he's asked a question. You know, like, because what this guy does, he's a, he's a videographer, and he travels all over the world, does all this action video. Does it for, like, he does videos for, like, you know, um, you know GoPro and stuff like that. And I've seen him interviewed before, and I've, and I've heard him, and he's very spontaneous. He's very real. But in this particular pre- situation, they gave him a script, and it sucked. It made it look like, okay, this is what the company wants me to say. I'm saying exactly what they told me to. Yes, it's a great product. Yes, it makes me so happy. Yes, I use it in my car. Yes, my girlfriend loves it. Yes, my kids love it. Yes, it's so good. It's on sale right now. Yes, I love it. No, nobody buys that anymore. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like watching old movies. You see these actors going like, wow, aren't they, you know, in their day, they were great actors. Now you look at it going like, God, that sucks. You know what I'm saying? It's so, mel- it's so melodramatic. It's like the women, the women always talk like this. You know, like Scarlett O'Hara, she talks like that all the time. Who talks like that anymore? Now it's like, hey, dude. <laughs> you know, like, there are people that do, actually. And they're phony balonies. That's not true. They're, they're just bal- different. L- look, you go into radio. The people who are successful in radio are real people, real people. The people that, like, when you hear, I mean, that was one of that was one of the the, and I'll bring up a name. That was one of the things with Rush Limbaugh. That was the way the guy was. He was always like that. He was it wasn't phony baloney, you know. And and so many times, like Howard Stern. If you go go back and watch, you remember? I think you saw you watched the movie Private Parts, right? Yes. Okay, that is such a good movie. Anybody who's been in the radio business will tell you that movie is like 95% true. 95% true because all the crazy crap he went through, he went to this station, the boss, no, you got to talk like a duck. I don't want to talk like a duck. You got to talk like a duck. You got to quack every third because we're the duck. We're duck 104.5. Quack, quack. You got to do that. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, well, you got to do it. You got to do that. That's what we do. And those people are phonies. It's just like, for example, you know, you have people here in, in St. Louis who renown, you know, their you, people you remember is like being sportscasters. Zipper Zeppa, because he was different. Zipper Zeppa. Remember that? The big Z. Remember he was different, he was unique, and it was him. Yes, that he was, was. That was the guy. He was a real dude. He wasn't a phony. And you got no. these other guys. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Joe Pretty Boy, and I used to play for the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm a great sportscaster. If you don't believe me, just ask my wife. She'll tell you I'm a great sportscaster. I'm not making fun of anybody, but you know what I mean? It's like phony. People spot it. Just like, you know, just like you and me. Like, am I really like this most of the time? Yes. This is the way I am, right? This is the way you are, yes. (laughs) And somebody meets me. You know, I've had people who've met me. You sound just like you do on the radio. That's because I, that's me. I'm not a phony person. I mean, do you know nobody has come up to me and said, I I hear you on the radio. You sound just like yourself. You know why? What? Because they don't listen to me, they listen to you. No, because... I don't know how to explain it. They're choppy. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. And the other thing is, just the other day, somebody came up to Shelly and said... Oh, was she- not enhancing the go. <laughs> okay, 745. <laughs> Did you turn me on? <laughs> Did you turn me on? I don't know how to put this, but... I'm kind, I'm kind of, of a big, a big deal. deal. Shelly, don't we you listen know online who I am? in our country. How do you say... You got it going on, girlfriend. Rock on, Shelley, sister. you are amazing. How do you do it? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> that is what they say. No, it's not. Letty came, Letty come up to Shelly the other day in Heathrow Airport and said to her, Shelly, you are amazing. <laughs> How do you do it? The only problem was Shelly wasn't in Heathrow, but that's a whole other story, right? <laughs> it is. It's 7.46. It is. Westplex 107.1, do you like that song, Shelly? I do. I have to get used to it, though. You don't like it that much? Um, I, I like the Bronco Bar- Nelly song better, but yeah, I, I have to get used to it. It's, the number, it's not bad. It's the number one song in the country right now. Yeah, I don't care. Justin Bieber and Kid Laro. You don't like and it? And who? Kid Laro. I don't even know who that you know, is. You know what? Once again, I'm not making fun of him, but I think this is the shape of radio. Uh, 104.9, which is the Patriot, one of the new talk stations. We did have one conservative talk station. Now in a month, we have four of them. And I listen from time to time, and I give them credit for the fact they're doing local news. The only problem is the people aren't local. 
and <laughs> they they screw all the local names up. Like for example, Gravois. <laughs> and and there was one the other day thinking to myself, okay, well, this guy's not from St. Louis. I told you what they 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 called the former manager of the Cardinals, uh, Whitney Whitney um, Herzag. Remember I told you? Yeah, they're talking yeah. about and the former Cardinal manager Whitney Herzag. For a minute, I thought Whitney Herzog. Oh, Whitey Herzog. <laughs> Somebody's not from this area. And there was one. It was one just yesterday. I can't remember what it was, and they said something. The pronunciation was totally wrong. Um, and I mean, like for example, oh, I know what it was. There was a traffic report the other day on 104.9 um, over the weekend. The local during the week they have local people, or on the weekends they don't. And the guy was talking about Lucas. I seventy westbound seventy is Luke at Lucas. Lucas and Hunt. Exactly. You know they're going like you know they're going like well it's just Lucas, okay people are going like local people are going like Lucas where's Lucas Lucas and Hunt oh Lucas and Hunt yeah I know where that's at, you know, <laughs> yeah that's that's the that's the future of radio. There's going to be one studio in the entire country, and you're going to have matter of fact what's going to happen is every station you're going to turn to 24 hours a day every every single station every single station is going to be Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is going to be on the country station. He's going to be on the rock station. Hi, it's Ryan Seacrest. Well, I'm rocking your socks off this morning. And then you turn to the country station. Hi, it's Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Hi, Ryan yeah. Seacrest. Yeah. How y'all doing Ryan, out there? Yeah. How y'all doing? We're having a great sure time here. Pretty mouth. At country 104.5. And then you turn to a classical station. Hi, this is Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and you just listened to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony on Classic 101.7. And you turn to a talk station. Hi, it's Ryan Seacrest. Yes, I talk all day long. You know, they it's just... almost like that movie Demolition Man, where every restaurant is a Taco Bell. I've never seen that. Is that a good movie? It's a good movie. Who is? Is that it's is, funny? Is that an Arnold? It's an older movie. Is that an Arnold? It's with Sylvester Stallone and. Um, it's got Arnold in it. Blade. Who was that? I don't know. Is Arnold in that movie? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Seen that movie? No, 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 no. Mm-mm. He's not. I no. thought I thought he was in every movie. Yeah, no. 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 So no. you don't think that Ryan Seacrest would be good on a country station? I do not. Well, it's just like Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones used to be on Z107 here in St. Louis, and all of a sudden he's a country dude. I'm going like, okay, what's going on with this? How come all of a sudden he's a country? It's sort of like Nelly. Does N- he have a twang now? He does. Bobby Bones? Yeah, they, matter of fact, you know, he works for iHeart. iHeart has, you know, they, they have their own. They have a guy. They have a chief engineer who designs his things. And they have the Bob the the BBT. You know what the BBT is? I do not. The Bobby Bones Twanginator. It's a piece of equipment. Oh. <laughs> and, okay. And you 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 put you put press a button and and it takes Bobby Bones and gives a twang. Now, having said that, okay, I I will admit to this. My son turned me on to this. There's this guy in Florida who I find fascinating. His name is Cletus McFarlane, but that's not his real name. His oh, real name is yes, his I real know. name is Garrett Smith or something like that. Blah blah blah. And he he Cletus does McFarlane. He pretends he's a Southern guy, and he does a terrible Southern accent. The videos yeah. are really funny. But what's funny is some videos he's got the country accent, other videos he doesn't. And some videos he's really twanging. Hey, I'm Cletus McFarlane, and I'm here with Ruby, my red Corvette. And then other times he's just like, I'm Cletus McFarlane. I'm here with my. I'm going like he can't even do it from time to time. But once again, the whole thing about it is he's he's trying to be like a good old Southern boy. The interesting part of it is he's from like North Dakota or someplace like that. He was <laughs> you know, seriously he was born. What's well, the southern part of North Dakota? He was born and raised in North. 
North Dakota, someplace way up north. His dad was a used car dealer. Nothing against that. Talked about that. So I got a love for cars. And how he got into this is actually sort of funny. He was going. He was. He was. He went to school at some university in Tampa, and then he's in a law. He was in a law school. He was in a law school. Going to be an attorney, and he started working part time for this company called 1320 Video. It's not a radio station. Just name the company. Don't know why. And what 1320 Video does is they go around the country and they videotape or they video drag races and all sorts of different races. You know, anything that it mainly drag races and burnout. You know, burnout contests and things like that. And he was one of the crew. So as a joke, one night, one of the crew members said, hey, why don't you be like a, a country guy and, I'll, and, and, and you do an interview with somebody and you know, pretend you're a country guy and you're going to talk about this race we're at because they were someplace down in the south. So he says, okay, I'll, and he makes up a name, Cletus McFarland. And he gets on, ah, I'm Cletus McFarland. We're here at so-and-so racetrack. And, we're, and, and he put the video up and like the next day it had a million views. And he goes like, hold on a minute, I got something here. Now, you don't want, I don't want to know how much money he makes. It's like this guy. There's another video channel, YouTube, Demolition, the Dem- Demolition Ranch. And all this guy does is he shoots guns and blows stuff up. I mean, it's all he does. And do you have a problem with that because? Well, I have a problem with that because he's making millions of dollars and I'm not. That's my problem. And he has some ranch somewhere. And like the guy, like the guy, this guy, you talk, if you're into guns, the demolition ranch and then hickok 45 you know who hickok 45 is i do not and you know you think all these youtube stars have to be like you know 18 years old and like have beautiful faces and you know perfect women you know perfect figures and guys looking like adonis things like that hickok 45 is probably 74 75 years old he's a retired school teacher who has a love of guns he has some kind of a big piece of property and he set up a shooting ranch where a uh, shooting range where he has all these targets like he has like pigs they're made out of like steel and he, he has like two liter soda bottles that he shoots and all he does is his son videotapes him and he just shoots for like 30 minutes hey this is hickok 45 today i'm shooting the new pig the, the new sig p320 and he shoots a button and he always uses the same stupid jokes watch this uh, and he talks about he let's let's smoke some pot and you know you know how he smokes <laughs> some pot you know what he smokes pot is he sits there and and um, sits there and shoots a, a garden pot. <laughs> exactly. He has three clay pots that he boom, yeah. boom, boom. He shoots and then they boom. They go into oh, he smokes some pot. Oh, let's drink some soda. And he shoots a couple of these two liters bottles and the bottles explode. That's all he is. He's like the most influential guy in guns. Matter of fact, he's got a sponsorship from a big gun company called Bud's Gun Shop. And they send him free guns. He gets free ammunition. He gets free this. He gets free that. Clitus McFarlane gets free stuff. He gets free engines. He gets free this. What's wrong with us, Shelly? We need to start doing something like that. What would you want for free? What would I want for what? What would you want for free if we could do something for free? What would we talk about? If we could do something for free for someone else? No, we could do. We could talk about somebody's product and they'd give it to us for free. Oh. You'd be talking about Chris Chris Offenberg Ford all day long. Oh my God, Chris Offenberg Ford's best place to buy a car. Oh my God, and I'm not going to. They I, really were good to me, Joe Lobinger. <laughs> I'm not lying. She's working on that. Stall, she's working on that new fabulous. car. She's they work, were so good to me. Shelly's so working patient. on Shelly's working on that new car. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're working on getting that new car from Chris Offenberg, right? I already got a new car from Chris Offenberg. <laughs> but you had to pay for it. You want the one they're going to give you for free for saying how great they are, right? I just settled for the mat in the back. Did you hear that, Ted? <laughs> Bye. We got to go. Talk to you tomorrow. Oh, 7.59. They have to go. Bye. Peace and I fly.